Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harich here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Uh, another eventful weekend here and an interesting start to the week as our, our major indexes did start the week off in the red. They were able to finish off the lows that we saw this morning. But overall, our key bullish themes that we've been talking about here for 2021 remain in place. Uh, we continue to see a market that wants to head higher here. And we're going to be using pullbacks as opportunities to add to positions and, and add new positions here. And there's a, there's a few reasons for that. Some of we've talked about here, but the first one that we talk about the most is the current level of liquidity in the system right now. There are over $15 trillion in fiscal and monetary stimulus globally in the system. And I bring that up especially today because over the weekend, there's a lot of talk about what Biden's first stimulus proposal will look like. They were talking about this a lot last week as well, and it's looking like it's going to come in somewhere in up to the $4 trillion range. Now, those are just some initial reports. It could come in a lot lower than that, especially after we just got a $900 billion package as well, but... Let's say something like that does happen, and we're seeing similar packages being talked about globally as well. So soon, we could be looking at over $20 trillion plus in global liquidity. That just makes it hard for significant pullbacks to happen in our market. The old adage really rings true here, don't fight the tape, don't fight the Fed. And the next item that, that we're seeing, and we're starting to get some reports on it, our earnings. Q4 earnings are coming up here. And then we're also going to have, when it'll really get exciting, is once we start to get Q1 and Q2 earnings of this year, because in the year-over-year readings, it's going to be massive how big the difference is. Remember, I mean, last year, Q1, the end of Q1, was beat up by the beginning of coronavirus lockdown insanity. And then Q2 was hit the hardest. So you can see how there's going to be Huge beats on previous uh, estimates there. Uh, And that affects the P.E. ratio that that we're going to see here. Last year, when we ended 2020, the P.E. ratio was the highest year-end total in history. It was over 30. To give you an idea of how big of a difference that is, the previous highest year was around a 23. So you can see how big of a difference that is. And... We're starting to get some earning estimates here. And based off Evercore's 2021 earnings at our current prices for the S&P, we have a forward P.E. right now of just a 19. So that's a significant difference that we're seeing. Telling us again, this market does have some room to run here. And the current environment that we're in, like I mentioned, liquidity earlier, we've got Low interest rates, they've been a little bit on the rise lately, but still low levels historically of interest rates. Uh, Many analysts, and we agree with this, think that this market can support a higher P.E. than they have previously. So we've got a lot of room to run is the story that, that we're getting at here. And again, don't fight the tape, don't fight the Fed. And looking at our markets on the day today, as I mentioned earlier, we finished off the lows of the day for the most part, the uh. The Russell 2000 tried to go positive here just before the close, finishing roughly flat on the day to 2,091. We were followed there by the Dow, down just about three-tenths of 1% to 31,008. 
followed there by the S&P 500, down just over six-tenths of 1% to 3,799. And then probably the most interesting mover on the day here was the NASDAQ. As we talk about here often, we want to see tech leading the way, and that's certainly not what we saw today. Um, but we are seeing, you know, with the small caps leading day, small caps have been leading for a few months now. So we've seen a, a rotation in leadership where it's really become small caps and value leading the way. We think that will continue for 2021 as well. But let's talk about what we saw in the NASDAQ today. Tech names were beat up pretty heavily after new fears of censorship after Trump was banned from Twitter over the weekend. Twitter finished down over six and a half or just under six and a half percent on the day. We got other big names. Facebook was down four percent. Let's see. Amazon down over two percent. Apple, I believe, was down. Yeah, over two percent as well. And I'm not going to touch on the political side of this too much today, but For all the media hype that we've seen over the last four years about Trump being a fascist, we're having some companies expose their true colors here and the media expose their true colors as well. Let's put it this way. Fascists don't get banned from speaking. They do the banning. So when you look at it from that point of view, it's very clear now to those of us who are paying attention who the actual fascists are here and it's our tech oligarchs in this country talking looking at you apple google amazon facebook twitter and and more here in the united states i mean you keep hearing stories parlor was banned or being in the process of being banned from the apple store getting their shutdown their website shut down by amazon web services uh that is in direct violation of the first amendment and For a year that we've seen so many of our civil liberties taken away to now have an actual threat on the First Amendment, it's something serious. And it it hopefully will get a lot more talk about. You're seeing both sides of the aisle talk about it now, not the radical side of the left uh, and forget about the radical side of the right, but other countries in Europe talking about how this ban is just obscene. It's it's. Nothing like we've we've ever seen before. No company, media-wise, has had this level of control, this obvious in, in our country right now. So, like I said, I'm not going to get too heavy into the political side of it today, but I, I can guarantee you we'll be talking about it here more and more. But look back to our markets on the day and looking at, on a down day like today, to look where we're seeing our strength. And we saw it in the internals. Despite being lower for our major indexes, We only had one indicator for our internals that came back negative today. That was advanced declines, came back negative for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. But from there, rock solid. New 52-week highs to lows, still having 442 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 12 hitting new 52-week lows. That's another huge beat, especially on a down day like today. Yeah, it's not the 700 or 900 that we got last week. But to get 442 stocks hitting new 52-week highs on a day like today is a strong day. And then lastly here, volume, impressive today. Even with the NASDAQ being our leader to the downside, volume came in over 2 to 1 positive. But that that makes it hard to be bearish right now. The NYSE was able to come in positive roughly 
500 more million more advancing to declining volume today. So despite our markets being down today, strong numbers from the internals. Looking at our sectors on the day, this was, this was a little bit better earlier in the day. Um, we had, I think, four or five sectors that were in the green. We finished with just three sectors positive on the day, one unchanged. We we're led by energy, which has been on a nice tear here lately. Uh, energy stocks finishing higher despite oil being roughly flat on the day. We were followed there by healthcare, which, if I'm not mistaken, that was a new all time high from the healthcare sector as well, followed by financials, getting getting back to some new uh, post-lockdown highs again, right in that, that territory. Uh, so financials have been a leading sector for the last couple of weeks now and continuing today. Materials roughly flat on the day. And then our laggards, consumer discretionary, down was our, our, our laggard today followed by communication services, real estate, and technology. And it was interesting. I mean, like I said, with the NASDAQ, clear why tech was lower, but we're still seeing semis lead the way. The semiconductor uh, ETF SMH was up a percent and a half today. So a strong day from the semis. That's what you want to see from our market. Uh, Maybe a big part of that, something I found interesting today, was NVIDIA announced that they're going to be partnering uh, with NIO, which is the... Chinese electric vehicle manufacturer, one of the leaders over there. A lot of people call it China's version of Tesla. Uh, So interesting action from NVIDIA. They were up over 5% earlier in the day, finishing up 2.7% though on the day today. So strong action from the semis, and that's what we want to see. Lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now higher on the day after a little bit of a pause earlier. Now up though uh, about half a percent to 1,844 an ounce. Silver leading the way higher for precious metals. Now up 1.76% to $25.07 an ounce. Copper down today, pretty big actually. Down over 3% to $3.56 a pound. And oil taking like I mentioned earlier, a little of a breather, pretty flat on the day though, down just 0.15% and hanging on nicely to his $50 a barrel mark, still at $52 a barrel right now. And then lastly for today, to get back into tech for a second, Bitcoin, big pullback today, uh, down 12% now to 33529 Just a couple of days ago, it hit almost 42000 It was well above 41000 And at least a portion of that is the way we see it is there should be and probably is a lot of fear in this group right now. As I mentioned, Parler was removed from the App Store and Amazon Web Services, other platforms being threatened. So what's to stop them from doing something similar to something like a Coinbase or some of these other Bitcoin wallets? A lot of people before last week didn't think that that really would have been possible. You know, the internet is supposed to be a free place to everyone. Uh, and you can tell now that that is not the case. Our tech oligarchs in this country have now proven they have the ability to disappear you if they don't like what you are saying, whether you're a company or an individual. It doesn't matter. They're coming for you. So a lot of the fear in this group is thinking, Why couldn't they do the same thing to Bitcoin? So we'll see if that fear continues. That's a big pullback for Bitcoin here. Um, You know, 
Not to say that we don't like it. I certainly like the concept and what it is. But when you have this level of censorship and control from tech, it, it makes it a scary place to be. I'd much rather have physical gold on me than Bitcoin where it could just be removed in the blink of an eye. We could wake up tomorrow and Coinbase gets shut down. Who knows? So something we're paying attention to, we'll certainly be reporting on it more here, but there's no doubt we live in interesting times right now. And that is, as, as they say, you know, that is not a compliment. May you live in interesting times is not a positive. Uh, it means that usually something's going on and we certainly do live in interesting times right now. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.